0: Day 30. Advice. Yesterday I got to see all of the eighth graders at school. It was a really wonderful experience for all of us. Having been separated from their friends and teachers for almost three months now, it was like a family reunion, short of the hugs and kisses for obvious reasons. We took pictures, exchanged gifts, told stories. At one point, each of the 60 eighth graders stood in the middle of a circle of appropriately distanced chairs of all their teachers. Each teacher would take a turn, saying, rather loudly at times, what they appreciated the most about a particular student. Making people feel better than they were before they knew me, that's what my life has been all about. I want people to walk away from me, not drained or confused, not uncertain, but happier, more joy-filled than when they walked into the room that day. This is something my mother taught me a long time ago, when I was 22 and first started teaching high school. There was a teacher next door to me who yelled at her students all the time. There was no classroom management there and certainly no mutual respect. The students walked on eggshells. Do you know people like that? You're just not sure how they're gonna react. My mother said, it's like throwing your hat into the room to see what kind of mood they're in that day. She said, Kathy, some of my students come from broken homes. Some are abused. Life is unpredictable enough for them. So I try to give them a predictable environment in my classroom. I took my mom's advice to heart. Last night, as I was reading a bunch of congratulatory emails and notes and goodbye notes and letters from my students and their parents, I couldn't help but smile when I read the words like, I loved coming to your class. I appreciated your enthusiasm and love of God and math. You took time to explain things to me. You made us feel loved. Yes, you were loved. So today I wanted to leave you with, as we're approaching the end of the May challenge, I wanted to leave you with some advice. So get a piece of paper and a pen. The most important words in a marriage are yes, please, thanks, and sorry. If you're not sure what to say to each other, then say one of these. Don't be your child's best friend. They need a parent, and truly, for everyone's sake, you need a best friend. An adult needs someone to confide in about, you know, the really important issues in life. But a child, I don't care how mature they are, they just aren't emotionally equipped to handle those things. Children need a parent to not only teach them right from wrong, but actually show them, by example, right from wrong. If you don't want your kid to be a liar, then don't lie to them. If you don't want your child to be rude to you, then don't be rude to the checkout clerk. Newsflash, the pandemic is not her fault. Be kind to your siblings because you never know, they may get sick and you will lose your chance forever. This is one I've learned the hard way. If you are blessed with really smart children, praise God. But read a book on raising their emotional IQ. Getting along and being able to work with others is sometimes more important than being the smartest one in the room. Embrace struggles. They make you stronger and more appreciative. What is the saying? It's not the cards you've been dealt, but the way you play them. Guys, hard work pays off. The shortcuts, cheating, You'll see others doing this. They'll cheat on tests. They'll cheat on relationships. Later on, they'll cheat on their taxes. It's a slippery slope. Right is right and wrong is wrong. So remember, hard work, it will pay off. Remember to thank God for all the blessings in your life. Here's an idea. Make it a habit every night when you go to bed to think of one thing that you're grateful for and one thing that you need some help with. Something you didn't do quite right that day. Maybe you hurt someone's feelings and just ask God for help to do better in the future. Go to mass out of love for God. It is only one hour out of 168 hours in a week. I think when this pandemic is over, We will never take Mass for granted again. I was said to my kids. Mass makes me a better person. Say you are sorry to people you have wronged. Stop. There are people you have mistreated. People you gossiped about or just didn't give the benefit of the doubt. Just say you're sorry. What you want and what you need are two very different things. If you buy something to fill a hole and it doesn't help, then work on your relationships or help a person in need. That will fill the hole. Feed your soul. Find a way every day to go to that inner room, that spiritual principle. Read scripture. Say a prayer. Read a daily devotional, like God Calling or Jesus Always. Breakfast. Break your fast. Breakfast. Break fast. I don't care when you eat it, but if you don't break your fast with enough protein, you will be hungry all day. Try two eggs or avocado toast, Greek yogurt with fruit or oatmeal, Find joy in your affliction. That's been my mantra for the last few years. When someone asks, how are you? Be honest, but don't use it as an opportunity to complain about every pain and ailment. No one's got time for that. Or as my friend would say, ain't nobody got time for that. If there's something that they can do for you, then share, and then ask. Or think of one joy-filled, uplifting thing you can share with them. Don't use it as an opportunity to complain. And my last piece of advice is read a good self-help book. Are you struggling with depression? Read a book on depression. If you're struggling getting motivated, There are plenty of books out there about getting motivated. If you know you can't handle death, Karen, then read a book now on death and dying and how to cope. And that way you'll be prepared when the time inevitably comes. I wanna leave you with this. It's a quote from Maya Angelou. I've learned that people will forget what you said People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel, Maya Angelou.